Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zanerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this afternoon. I'm evangelist Nick Zaner coming to you live from the Lehigh Valley in Pennsylvania. Do me a favor, comment in the comments. I can see your comments here on the screen. And let us know where you're watching from. And then while you're at it, hit the like button, hit the share button. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Facebook, I want to encourage you, go to YouTube and subscribe now so that you never miss a broadcast. This is our second uh, broadcast at 1 p.m. And we're going to be doing this as long as, uh, you know, as long as the Lord leads that we're going to be going Monday, Wednesday, and then Thursday night as always at 8 p.m. So save the times. And then if you're listening to this later, that's okay. That's why they're uh, archived on YouTube. And that's why I want you to subscribe so you can go back, you can listen to it, and you can also check it out on all of our podcast uh, places like Apple, Spotify, all of that. Um, But yeah, as your comments are rolling in, just want to say hello to some people. Hey, Richard, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Others are commenting here in a second because it's a little delayed. But uh, I'm excited today to share continue to share, I should say, on the power of the gospel. How many of you, by a show of hands in the comments, uh, watched Monday or listened to it? Um, If I want to encourage you, go back and listen to it. It was a powerful time talking about how the gospel is there to save you and to restore your dignity and to give you guidance. Come on. And, uh, And God wants to give you peace and there's so many, uh, so many things with the power of the gospel. Now, I was going to do three points today, but I woke up this morning and actually really into last night because I was up late doing some study and preparing for today uh, to focus strictly on healing. Now, many people need a touch in their body, and I would probably guess many people probably watching right now and listening need a touch in your body. Maybe you got a bad report from the doctor. Maybe... Uh, Maybe there's something you just feel off, something's going on, you can't pinpoint, the doctors don't know, or maybe you just can't afford to go to a doctor, so you're just trusting the Lord. Well, today is a day to be uh, listening to the Word of God, and you should tag a friend or two and let them know that, uh, hey, we're going to be talking about healing today, because uh, people need it. And the part of the power of the gospel, Romans 1 verse 16 says, The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Now, that word salvation is broken down into uh, healing, uh, uh, saved, sozo. God delivers, God saves, God heals. Jesus, in particular. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Hosanna Christian Fellowship is on. I love you guys in Poto, Oklahoma. My new family in Oklahoma is tuning in. Praise to God. Love you guys. Now, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I do want to do this up front while people are still hopping on. We're doing a tent revival, and I had a friend of mine make a video, Jose. He's with me on Thursday nights. Many of you guys know I mentioned him a lot. Um, He made this video, and I want you to see it before I get into it because that's what we're contending for. Me and a couple other speakers um, and a, a pastor, a great pastor, just about 40 minutes away from where we are right now, has invited us to do this tent meeting. And we're contending for miracles, signs, wonders. The gospel is going to be preached with demonstration. So watch this, and it will be 
right back. There's always more with God. There's always better with God. The Bible says, as we behold Him as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we are transformed into that same image from glory to glory, from victory to victory, and faith to faith by the Spirit of the Lord. God's Word has the power to heal your body. God's Word has the power to heal your mind. God's Word will pick you up out of any situation that you've been in. It'll move any mountain in your life. God's Word is working today in Jesus' mighty name. Because we have the Holy Spirit here. We have the Word of God with us. We have the promises of God that are yes and amen. And anybody who will believe because all things are possible to those who believe. We don't have to get on a plane tonight and fly to Jerusalem to touch the hem of his garment. Jesus is here right now. Because where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of them. Jesus is here tonight. Come on. So I want to encourage you, if you're in the Lehigh Valley area, be there starting Saturday night, 7 p.m., and then going into Friday, the following Friday, every single night, 7 p.m., there's going to be the gospel preached and then a demonstration. Now, why did I show that up front? Because whenever the gospel is preached, there should always be a confirmation to the word that is preached. When the true gospel is preached, then there's always confirmation god he, the bible says go into all the world and preach the gospel and then these signs will follow those who believe in my name you'll cast out demons you'll speak with new tongues if anything deadly shall harm you it shall not harm you if you drink it and you shall lay hands on the sick and they sh you, they shall recover and so today we're talking about the healing side of the power of the gospel because it's not just uh for your spiritual healing it's for a complete wholeness. Uh, Jesus came to make you completely whole. And that's why, uh, you know, this message needs to be taught, needs to be preached. You know, the Bible says this, Jesus went about the synagogues teaching uh, the gospel, teaching the word of God, preaching the good news, and then demonstrating or healing all who came to Jesus. So in other words, you should teach, preach, and then demonstrate. So today is going to be a teaching and you should have teaching on the daily because you know the daily uh you know people you know have the daily bread and stuff you know you need to have the the word of god in your spirit before your eyes meditate on the word day and night you should have hear it preach you should read it and uh, you should digest it and that's why uh, we're inching our way forward into more and more teaching and i'm so happy that you guys have tuned in today uh just continue to hit the, you know, comment. I can see you guys' messages here. And I just love greeting you and uh, being able to just interact. Isn't it amazing that we have technology these days? Well, I want you, if you have your Bibles and if you have your notes, and I want to encourage you every time you listen, if you're able. Obviously, many times I'm driving, I'm not able uh, to get my Bible out and take notes at the same time while I'm driving. That would just be called uh, reckless and uh, somebody's going to get hurt. So obviously there's exceptions to this, but I want to encourage you, please, please uh, take notes and, and write this stuff down so you can really get it in your spirit. Uh, I'm going to start in Mark chapter 2 in verse 1. The Bible says this. This is Jesus uh, do, uh, preaching here and talking. The Bible says this. 
And he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Who? Jesus. Immediately many gathered together, so there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. So even Jesus was preached. He was the word. The word became flesh. But Jesus was, what was he doing? He was preaching the word of God, and he was teaching in the house. And the Bible says, Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they covered the roof, uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. Now, if you uh, watch Monday, we talked about how the gospel has the power, the good news. When you come to Jesus, you believe. Uh, you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, you'll be saved. It has the power to forgive you of sins. And so Jesus is what? Teaching the word. The Bible says that he went about proclaiming the kingdom of God. He told his disciples, go and declare the good news. The good news of what? Of a person, of Jesus Christ and his kingdom coming. And uh, the, he even said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there, And then he gave them power and authority to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, cast out devils, freely you've received, freely give. And so Jesus is preaching what he told his disciples to preach. I mean, that's really, they got the message and they went out and shared his message. So he's preaching the word of God. And then there's people who heard it and they had a friend who was paralytic, who basically, he couldn't walk. He literally, he was paralyzed. And so he needed his friends, thank God for good friends, to, to get him down to where Jesus was. Because that's where their faith was. And I want you to notice something. And we're talking about the power of the gospel. The power of the good news of Jesus Christ. Not Christianity. There's no power in, in Christianity as a religion. There's power in Jesus. There's power in the good news of the gospel. There's no power in a religious system. There's power in Jesus. That's what I want to hammer into people. Because God put that on my heart on Sunday. It's not a yes, we want people to come to church and we're going to get do everything we can to compel them. Why? Because we're doing what Jesus was doing. He was preaching the word. We're preaching the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So people need to hear the word of God. I want you to type in the comments. I need to hear the word of God. You need to hear it. And that's why people come and they should come to church, not, uh, you know, praise God for fellowship. I'm for that. I love that. Praise God for uh, all these things that we do to you know, to do fellowship and, and to spend time with each other, absolutely 100% necessary. But the number one reason why we should come to church is to hear the Word of God, because the Word of God is what will bring transformation. The Bible says, be ye, or bring your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, and be transformed by the renewing of your what? Your mind. How? Through the Word of God. So when you hear the Word, then now the time of teaching right now is so you can understand the word. And when you understand the word, then transformation will take place. Can you say amen? So they were hearing the word of God preached. And then Jesus, they lowered him down. And when they got there, Jesus looked at him. And he didn't say, be healed. That wasn't the first thing Jesus said. He said, son, your sins are forgiven you. That's exactly what it says. Your sins are forgiven you. In other words... The same power that forgives you of sin is the same power that heals your body. Type that in the comments and write that down. The same power 
that forgives you of sin is the same power that heals you of your sickness, of your disease, that heals your body. It's the same. They're not separate. So when the gospel is preached, what did Jesus do? Acts 10.38, he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus, as he proclaimed his message, it didn't stop with just, hey, here's a good message, and then, you know, oh, brother, wasn't that just a good word that Jesus delivered, and then he went home. No, it was more than just a good word. It was a, it was a word that was preached that brought forth a physical manifestation which was healing in the body. Now, why did Jesus heal? Because he was demonstrating what Exodus says. Exodus says here that I am the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, your healer. So in other words, Jesus was demonstrating that I am not only the Savior, I'm not only the Messiah, I am the healer. And he's your healer. And there's power in the gospel for you to be healed. If you would just only believe. That's why the message is preached. It's the foolish, it's the foolishness of preaching that confounds the wise and brings forth demonstration. It's the foolishness of the preaching. So when preaching is came, when the preaching is delivered, then somebody who will just mix their faith in with the word of God can receive uh, and, and draw on that power to be healed. You know, this is why. I want to encourage you right now. Maybe you're watching or you're listening and you're saying, you know what? I've been uh, I've gotten a bad report. And uh, you know what? You're in you're in the fight of faith at this point in, for your body. And I mean, I believe God can instantly heal you. And I'm going to get into that here in a minute. God can instantly heal your body. But at the same time, if I were you, I would I would digest everything I can when it came to the word of God concerning healing. Why? The Bible says he sent his word and healed them of all their diseases and delivered them of all their destructions. So you want to really receive your healing fully. Uh, don't wait on the next revival service because what if, you know, the gifts of the Spirit are amazing, but they're as he wills, and he's willing more than we realize, but you don't need to wait on a gift. Some, some of you need a, a touch right now. Some of you need to receive. You can receive it by his word being delivered. You can. He sent his word. So I would... Obviously, finish this till the end, and I believe by the end of this, and we're going to pray for every single person watching, uh, and if you're watching the replay, just receive it like it's live, and we're going to believe God that you're going to be healed in your home because there's power when the message is delivered and preached and heard and believed upon and mixed with faith, absolutely. But then I would just go a step further, and I would get into the Bible, and I would reinforce that uh, message of healing and, that, and the healing power through His Word because He sent His Word, and Jesus is the Word. John 1, 1, right? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word is God. So Jesus is the Word. And so His Word, and if Jesus, therefore, if He sent His Word and healed, Jesus is the healer. Jesus is healing. And He'll deliver you. And He'll set you free in your home. Can you say amen? And so the first thing, though, that when Jesus saw this man is He said, Your sins are forgiven you. And so the same power that forgives sins is the same power that heals. Now, why did, why did I come from this angle? Well, number one, this is powerful because there was religious people standing by. Verse 6 says, And the scribes are sitting there reasoning in their hearts, Why does this man blaspheme like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately Jesus perceived in his spirit 
that they reason with themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise up and take up your bed and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. So look, that's the same power. They're no separate. They're not separate at all. It's the same power to save. It's the same power to heal. He said, so that you may know this, that the Son of Man has the power to forgive sins. Verse 11, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And the Bible says, immediately he rose up, took his bed, went out in the presence of them all, and everyone was amazed and glorified God, saying, we've never seen anything like this. In other words, when, the, when Jesus was <laughs> standing before him, he had forgiveness of sins and healing mixed. They're the same power, the same source. And, you know, one of the things that I've discovered as we've traveled and preached, and especially this message of healing, we've done um, Activate School of Healings uh, in uh, a couple different places now, is the number one hindrance to allowing that flow of healing to flow through people is the same hindrance that will keep people uh, from receiving salvation, which is unforgiveness. The Bible says, unless uh, the Bible says in Mark 11, if you have anything against your brother, that you're to forgive him or your heavenly father cannot forgive you. If he can't forgive you, if that's a blockage to you to be received salvation because of unforgiveness towards someone else, then you have to forgive them. Then that's the same blockage that will block that power of God for healing to flow through your life. That's why right now you just need to release every single person who's done you wrong. Ask the Lord, ask the, you know, you know, ask that person if you can to forgive you. Uh, If not, just say, Lord, I forgive them. I forgive every person. Father, forgive me after you forgive them. Don't worry about how you feel. Just do it by, by faith. Because that's what it is. It's not, I'm not going to wait until I feel like forgiving that person. They deserve it. No, if you keep that way, you might end up dying. No, forgive those people and then allow God to move and then allow him to wash you in the blood and then watch how healing will flow. So you can see here, it's the power. Jesus even said, I have power to forgive sins. He has power to heal people's bodies. And that power is available for you today. That power is available for you watching right now, for you listening, that the power of God is present to heal if you only believe. You know, the Bible says, I love this, Third John verse 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. One translation says, Beloved, I wish above all things, that's the King James, that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. You know, that's the word of God. The beloved, I wish above all things that you may be in health. God wants you healthy more than you want to be healthy. God wants you healed more than you want to be healed. Because why? He sent his son as a exchange for you. Why did Jesus take stripes on his body, on his back? Why was he beaten? Why was he bruised? Why was he... Uh, marred to the point where he wasn't even resembling as a man. Why? Because uh, for your healing, for the Bible says that he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Or we now were healed because now it's already happened 2,000 years ago, 
and the debt has been paid for you to receive your healing. I want you to say that out loud and type in the comments, the debt has been paid. The debt, not just for your sins. See, this is where some believers, they stop short. They say, you know what? I know my sins are forgiven because of the cross. Jesus forgave me of my sins. I'm saved. But you know what? There's many believers out there who are suffering with sickness and disease. And Jesus didn't stop by just only setting you free from the power of sin and in your for your spirit, man. But he went a step further and paid the price for you for uh, the causes of sin in your body. Because the whole reason why sin ex- or why sickness and disease exists is because of sin that entered the world. Disobedience to God set into motion the awful process of death, disease, sickness, deterioration. That's why sin. But if Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death, then therefore there's no power that can remain even in sickness and disease that, will, that, ha, that can stand before the presence of Almighty God. And if anybody will just uh, grab a hold and plug into the power of God to heal, he will heal you. You know, many people are trying to be healed. you got to stop trying to be healed and just be healed. That's... <laughs> That's a fact. You know, many of you watching, you know you don't have to try to be saved. You're just saved. Because you believe. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. Is that right? And so if that's what the Bible says, and you know that you know that you're saved, well, the same works with healing. You just have to believe in your heart that what Jesus did, he, it's already done. Well, I don't feel healed. It's not about feeling healed. It's about knowing that you've already that the debt has already been paid. And therefore, now you stand upon what the promise of God is until it manifests through your through your body. That's what we have to do. That's what the you know, the Bible says this. Where is that? Look what the Bible says. Matthew 13, verse 15. Type that in the comments. For the hearts of the people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. You know what many people need is they just need understanding of what's already been paid for. (laughs) Come on, I'm getting happy because this is the truth. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. The Bible says the truth shall set you free. When you have an understanding on a subject of the Word of God and understanding that it's already done, see, you're not trying to be healed. Though you, you need healing. Maybe you need healing. Right now, you're listening to me. You say, you know what, brother? I need healing. There's something going on in my body. Okay, great. The first thing the natural mind wants to do is I need to try to get healed. That's why the first thing people do is they run to the doctors. They get the doctor's report. The doctor's report they believe the report. Then they get the ten medications. Now they're on ten medications, trying to uh, get the you know the the sickness uh, healed. And then the you know now side effects kick in. And I'm not against doctors. I'm for doctors. If it wasn't for doctors, many Christians would be dead. And I, yes, I did say Christians because like I'm saying, they don't really understand what what has been paid for. But you should not fall into that category because you tuned in today to understand the power of the good news, the gospel that he will heal you, and he has already healed you 2,000 years ago. Look what the, That's what Jesus said. 
lest they should understand with their what? Mount their minds with their hearts. And so that I should heal them. So when understanding, when basically when faith comes alive in your heart, faith is what pleases God. When faith comes alive, knowing, look, this ain't right in my body. I know I feel this pain. I know what the doctor's report says, but it has no right to remain because the devil can't put on you what God put on him on his son. You should write that down. The devil has no right to put on you what God has laid upon his son. Jesus, Matthew 8, 17, took our infirmities, took our diseases, took our sickness. He took it. Type that in the comments. He took it. He took your sickness. He took it. It was laid upon Jesus, the Bible says, that that it pleased God that he was bruised. It pleased the Father that he was marred to the point of not even resembling a man. Why? Because as those stripes were laid, it was God placing the awe of sickness, all of disease upon Jesus so that now the people who come to Jesus can be receive the healing power of God and to be set free in their bodies. Come on, this is good news. That's why it's good news. This is why we proclaim it like breaking news because people are going through life right now and they're, they're thinking there's no hope. I'm going to die of this cancer. I'm going to die of this disease. I got this in my family. This is a generational thing going on in my body. No, your new generation is now within Christ Jesus. You don't have to die of that sickness. You don't have to die of that disease. You don't have to because God laid it upon his son 2,000 years ago, and now you can receive your healing. Come on. Only believe. All things are possible to him who believes, and you have to have understanding. You know, there's different ways you can be healed. Many people don't know that, but there's many different ways. One way is through the laying on of hands. Another way is is through believing the word by faith, which I believe is, is the greatest way uh, because you don't need a man. You don't need another person. All you need is the Bible, and you just need to receive it and understand it. But then there's the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of healing, the the working of miracles, you know, the gifts of the Spirit, which are great, but it, what happens if you can't get to another revival service? What happens if you can't find the next, you know, evan- healing evangelist or whatever? No, you need you, you can grab a hold of it with His Word. So there's different ways you can be healed. through the Call upon the elders of the church. They'll anoint you with oil, oil, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. So there's different ways. But, you know, God wants you uh, to grab a hold of His Word and to receive it through His Word because when understanding comes, when you understand it in your heart, in your mind, it will manifest through your body. And then no one can take that away from you. That's why the Bible says when the, when the, so, uh, uh, the word is sown, right? Let's go to that. Mark chapter 4. This is good news. Verse 26. The kingdom of God is if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night. Oh, no, not there. Sorry, not 26. Verse 13. He said to them, Jesus, do you not understand this parable? How when will you understand other parables? See, he's talking about understanding. The Bible goes on to say the sower sows the word, right? That's what we're doing right now. We're sowing the word. And and these are the ones that fell by the wayside where the, the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately, takes away the word that was sown in their heart. 
These likewise are the ones sown in stoning ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves and endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, and the desires of other things come and choke out the word. But these are the ones that are sown on good ground. Those who hear the word and accept it, or that place where it says accept it means understand it. So understanding, you need to write that down. You need to write down understanding is the key to receiving. Amen. When you understand, not in your mind, in your heart. First, this is how the things of the, of the word come. Because it goes on to say some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Those who are sown on good ground, the good ground of what? The heart that believes. Because you have to believe in your heart and then confess with your mouth and then you'll be saved. It doesn't say believe in your mind. So understanding comes by hearing the word of God. Your mind needs to eventually catch up because that's where transformation takes place. Be transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. But first you had to grab it with your heart. And when you grab it with your heart, then the Bible says you'll produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. The word of God is producing in your life as you're hearing it and you begin to understand it. That's why I never understand why believers, when something happens in their life, why don't they just sit back and wait on someone to come pray for them? Or they get on the prayer chain or they get on calling all these other people for prayer instead of running at the word of God to gain understanding on the subject that maybe they're challenged in. (laughs) That's what you need to do, because when you get understanding, you accept it, it will bear fruit. What will? The word of God will bear fruit. The word will bear fruit. The Bible says, I'm going to stay on this topic right now, but go back and read that. The Bible says that the messenger, it was a messenger sent from Satan that came to buffet Paul. It wasn't sickness in his body. It was a demon-possessed person buffeting him and persecuting him with his words. But when you hear the word of God, to get back on subject, when you hear the word of God preached and you understand the subject it will then and then you faith without works is dead so then you understand it and then you act accordingly you will start seeing results i'll go to verse 26 just because we're there but i started there by accident but i think it's it's necessary to to grab a hold of it it says the kingdom of god is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground now jesus just said if you don't understand this parable how will you understand the other one so he's talking about when the seed is talked about right then it, that's the word of God being sown. So when you can either say, the kingdom of God is if a man should scatter the word of God out and should sleep by night and day and the seed should spree, uh, sprout out and grow. He himself does not know how. So we don't, we don't can't comprehend, okay, I'm, I'm hearing the word of God, I'm receiving it, I'm understanding, I'm applying it in my life, but ultimately you're not going to really fully know how this thing comes to pass, but you just know by looking at the crops, the Bible says, verse 28, First comes the blade, then the head, then the full grain of the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts the sickle because the harvest has come. In other words, first comes the blade, then the ear, and then the corn. So it's, it's a progression as the word is sown continually. 
You keep sowing the word. You keep understanding the word, and especially in the area of healing. You know, people are, I'll go back to my uh, topic of like where people keep running towards another. I need another prayer line. I need another person to pray for me. Can we get, uh, can I get a hundred people to pray for me through the Facebook prayer chain? No, that's not what you need. You need understanding of the word because as you get the word of God sown in your heart, on, especially in the area of healing. That's why we put together a whole book, 101 healing scriptures, so that you cannot, you don't have to waste your time going through the whole Bible and trying to find every healing scripture. You can just get that book, open it up, and you can just, boom, There's you can sow the word. I mean, you can continually sow the word on healing until it manifests in your body and in your life because, uh, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, but then understanding. That even that scripture, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Or in other words, that word hearing by the word of God means understanding the word of God. So the more you understand, first the ear, then the blade, then the corn. That's how it progresses. That's how that's how the word works. And so that's why we're even doing a broadcast podcast, because people need more of the word. We don't need less of the word. We need more of it. We need more words sown in our heart because that's when you have a heart that's willing to understand that's, that's called the good soil that the Bible's talking about, and then it can produce. Now back to our story with the, with the, the paralytic, these people were hearing the word. They understood if we can get to Jesus, we know that our paralyzed brother can be healed. Well, guess what? You don't have to run to Jerusalem and get to Jesus because now he lives by the person of the Holy Spirit on the inside of every single believer. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The Bible says that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you if you're born again, if you're saved. And so that you don't have to go any further than right where you're at. Grab a hold of this word and release your faith. Believe it, speak it, act upon it, and watch how healing will flow. Come on. I'll give you a couple more scriptures. Here's a point for you. You should write this down. The life of Christ should now be manifested in our body because of what he's done on the cross and what he did by carrying those stripes. Because the Bible says 2 Corinthians 4, 10 through 11. If somebody could type that in the comments for the people watching. 2 Corinthians 4, 10 through 11 says, Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who are alive are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So the life, the resurrection power, should be begin to manifest through your life because of understanding the gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation, which means save, uh, Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus delivers. You're, it's talking about the death of Christ because it's reminding us of the debt that was already paid for. So therefore, we should receive the free uh, flowing power of God through our bodies. Come on. The, <laughs> more you grab a hold of this, the more you understand this, the more it's going to get easier and easier and easier to see and, and to experience the power of God flowing through your body. Because it's, 
It's not anything that you can do besides just understand and believe. The debt has been paid. And I'm for praying. But we need to, we need to pause. We'll just meditate. Yeah, right now, meditate. I want you to think about it. Think about when Jesus was beaten and bruised. I mean, if you got to turn on Passion of the Christ, one time I, I was preaching and I felt heavy from the Lord to just play that, that uh, clip of the Passion of the Christ to remind people of this is the debt that was paid for your body, that it's not right, that sickness remains in your body. You got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I know that's not the greatest confession, but it's just true. You got to get fed up with what's happening in your body because it's not right. It cannot remain. It can't. It has to be removed. Why? Because of what Jesus has done. By his stripes, you were already healed. You just had to receive what's already been paid for. You know, if someone bought you something, imagine this. Someone went into, uh, just think of your favorite store. They went in there without you knowing, and they bought you a bunch of stuff, but they told the person at the register, please put this, uh, you know, they used to call it layaway, but now it's just like pickup or whatever. <laughs> put this in the pickup section under the name, uh, you, and imagine it's your name. It's a bunch of stuff. It's paid for already. And then when they come here, let them show you their ID, and then they can get the stuff. That's what Jesus did. He, ahead of time, 2,000 years ago, he, he took your sickness and disease, and he said, hey, when, uh, when uh, Jose, when John, bless you, evangelist, when uh, Richard comes in for their healing, tell them it's already paid for and just receive it. That's how it is. It's already done. It's already done. And you might be, you know, some people might be watching and saying, well, I, I believe that. I just haven't seen it manifested yet. Well, don't stop believing. Just continue. It's already done. You have to get that in your spirit. It's already done. It's already been paid for. This, uh, You have to have that no quit mentality that I am healed. I am healed. You know, uh, you have to, you have to. You know, people say, well, you know, brother, you just really need to use wisdom at the same time. Well, the greatest form of wisdom is the word of God. It's the highest form, the highest form. Remember, the, the, the wisdom of this world is, is foolishness to God. I mean, the most wisest person, individual of this planet is considered a fool compared to God. His word is what is the highest form of wisdom. So to apply his word is the, is the greatest thing you can do in this area. And understanding it's already been paid for. Paid in full. Type that in the comments. Paid in full. It's paid in full. It's time to just walk in and grab it. And how do you do that? By faith. That's what those guys did. They, they lowered their friend. They knew if he can get to Jesus, his healing's already paid for. And Jesus was actually given healing out ahead of time knowing what he was about to go through <laughs> think about that for a second he was healing people on credit because he knew the day's gonna come when i'm out to cash in so you know what i'm not gonna wait until i cash in i'm gonna deliver the healing now ahead of time for these people and uh, demonstrate my father 
because he was sent. He went about doing good, healing all. He was commissioned. He was told, you go and you heal. You lay hands on the sick. They will recover. The Bible's full of, of healing. I mean, I have 113, technically, in that, in that little book. And there's probably even more to back up that. So here's another scripture for you, because you know what? More word of God doesn't hurt. James 5, verse 14 says, Is any among you sick? You know, imagine... Uh, not imagine you could you probably have seen it firsthand i remember being in a church and uh the pastor got up and said how many of you in this place need healing in your body and i'm not kidding you probably 80 percent of the church raised their hands you know back then james was asking because he knew uh no one should be sick right now so is any among you sick let's deal with it right now and (laughs) so it's a question of like hey is anyone sick here because we're going to deal with it now and then we're going to move on because it doesn't, you know, Jesus paid the price. But then the Bible says, let him call on the elders of the church, let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick. And that's what we're going to do here in a minute. We're going to pray the prayer of faith, and you're going to receive your healing. Amen. The Bible says, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has any, if he's committed any sins. Now, this is, I'm trying to try to bring it full circle back to the power, the same power that saves is the same power that heals he hasn't committed any sins he will be forgiven he's james is talking to the believers here he's not talking to sinners he's saying hey is any among you sick we'll pray the prayer of faith but also if you have any sins you will be forgiven then it says confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you you may be what healed so in other words you got unforgiveness you need to release it you need to release it. You need to release that person. You need to release that mom, that dad, that aunt, that uncle. I, I know maybe they've done something absolutely horrible to you. Maybe you have every right uh, in, your own, in, the, in the natural to be upset at people, at this person or whoever it is or a group of people because they did horrible things. But the reality is, is they still, you still need to forgive them and then allow God to heal you. Because it look, this clearly says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. There it is. And so the same power that forgives is the same power that heals. But you have to release people. You have to walk in forgiveness. Then you have to receive your healing. Both were paid for at the same at the same time. They're not separate. I keep repeating myself because repetition brings revelation. The, the more you hear it over and over again, the more you receive it. Jesus, the gospel, the good news that Jesus died for all mankind. Right. The scripture everyone knows, right? John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes upon him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus heals your body, number one, because of what he did and paid for. And that's good news. And that's why he was demonstrating to the world around him. And he still is today because Hebrews tells us that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he healed back then, he'll heal today. If he healed yesterday, he'll heal today. If he healed today, he'll heal tomorrow. He's a healer. He is the healer. You just had to reach out and receive it. 
You just had to say, yes, Lord, I receive it. You had to, you had to stop looking at the subject of healing and start looking at the, the healer himself. You know, we get so caught up on, you know, I'm, you know, I sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not, but you get, don't get caught up when you read the scriptures. You need to be like, I'm not reading about just the subject of healing, though you are. You're reading about the person of healing because he is the word and you receiving healing from Jesus himself <laughs> because he's the healer. In and of our own strength, we can't heal, but in, in, in believing in what the finished work that he's done, you can receive your healing because he sent his word. He healed you. Psalm 103 says he forgives you of all your iniquities. He who heals all your diseases. There it is again. Forgiveness of sins. In the healing in your body of diseases of sickness, it goes hand in hand, and so you need to. Many of you have received Jesus as your Savior, but have you received Jesus as your healer? Come on, just reach out and receive Him. We're gonna pray the prayer of faith right now. So, if you're able, I want you to put your hand on the on the area in which needs healed, and we're gonna believe that in the name of Jesus, because the Bible says that there's power in the name of Jesus. And when Peter prayed, Peter declared the prayer of faith and declared faith over th this individual who was paralyzed himself in Acts chapter 3, it was through the name of Jesus and faith in the name of Jesus that healed him. So we're going to believe God right now. So right where you're at, put your hand on the element that needs healed or ailment, whether it's your knee, whether it's your back, maybe you're not in pain, maybe it's something going on inward, maybe it's an organ, maybe it's cancer, put your hand right where it is, and we're going to pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every person listening to this live and who will watch it later. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us all power and authority, and because of what you already paid for 2,000 years ago, that the power of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ declares that we are already healed according to the stripes of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I rebuke all pain off of these individuals and this individual watching to me right now. I rebuke pain in their bodies. I rebuke pain in their knees, backs, shoulders. Every single ounce of pain I command it to go in Jesus' name. I speak to every cell of their being, every cell that maybe has turned cancerous, I curse cancer at its root in Jesus' name. I command cancer to die and to bow at the name of Jesus. I command eyes to open, ears to hear, tongue to speak. I thank you, Father, right now for brand new organs. If they don't, if it's too far gone, Lord, I thank you that you can give them brand new organs. That you don't, you the working of miracles that people can receive a brand new lung, a brand new kidney, a brand new heart. Whatever it is, Father, we speak it out. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare the power of the gospel to heal right now according to the name of Jesus Christ. And if you believe it and you receive it, I want you to shout amen, type amen. Come on, Jesus is the healer. Come on, I feel it right now. God is touching people. God is healing people's bodies right now. Hallelujah. Because it's already done. He already paid the price. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, if you've got a testimony, I want you to send it in. You can send it in through, um, you can send in the testimony, or if you have an extra prayer request, you can go to zanerministries.com slash prayer, 
You can also submit your testimonies there about what God just did. You know, we're not just talking to be talking heads. We're talking for people to receive. Amen. And so send that in to interministries.com slash prayer. Hallelujah. Now, we're about to do some special things. We're working on a some cool things coming out. So if you want to be in the loop about everything that's happening with Zayner Ministries, I want you to stop right now, get your phone out, and text Z-Team, that's one word, no space, to 610-936-8464. That's Z-Team to 610-936-8464. So you can stay connected. You can get updates. We'll encourage you with the Word of God. Look, our whole purpose of even doing what we're doing is for people to receive the Word of God, which will bring forth transformation in your life because it's the Word and the renewing of your mind that will bring transformation. Amen. And then also, don't forget Thursday night, part three. We're going to be doing part three um, Thursday night of the power of the gospel. And I'm going to get into the power for you to prosper, the power uh, for more, a lot more things. So for you to prosper, uh, for you to see, uh, I'll just tell you right now. Let me look at the notes. That's why you write things down. Hallelujah. Power of the gospel to walk in victory every day of your life. The power for you to prosper. The power of God. Those are the two ones. That's what I'm going to talk about. But there's a power to walk in continual victory. How many want to walk in continual victory? Come on. Don't miss Thursday night. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be a great time. And so you can get updates through our text messages. Also, we want to give you an opportunity right now. If you've been impacted by this ministry, if you've been touched by the souls being saved, and you want to be a part of this end-time harvest of souls, and that's what we're uh, alive to do, I want you to sow a seed today. You can go to zanerministries.com slash give. Sow a seed. Maybe you, we're believing God for 100 partners by December 31st. I'm believing God that he's doing that, and he is doing that. And we have... We have great partners right now, and many of you watching right now are partners, but you know what? You should sign up to be one. Go to our website, xanderministries.com slash partner, or if you just want to sow a one-time seed of $1,000 or $85 or whatever you want to give, uh, whatever, follow the Holy Ghost, uh, you can text GiveZMI 610-890-7505, or you can go to PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, uh, and you can do at GiveZMI. Or you can mail in a check, P.O. Box 125, Copley, P.A. 18037. If you followed us long enough, or if you want to go back and watch everything that we have on YouTube and everything, you'll clearly see we are uh, putting our money where our mouth is and going after souls. We, this will be this uh, Saturday. Uh, we're not funding this one, but we, we've been asked to preach it. And uh, we're going to be, that will be number 19, Outreach. So, Number 19. I mean, 19 outreaches since November 20 or November 1st, 2020. I think there's one outside of that. So 18 since we started the ministry, one before that. So 19 outreaches almost. We're just shy. We're going to hit over 9,000 souls. I know we are after this outreach. We're on the road to 10,000. And then after that, we're going to double it to 20,000 and then just keep going from there. And so you're sowing into souls. Amen. So do uh, what the Lord tells you to do there. 
And uh, if you want an idea, this would be a good time to show this as we're receiving the offering. If you want an idea of what it's going to look like, I'm going to play this video so you can see uh, what uh, Saturday is going to kind of look like when we preach. God doesn't want you to have to work your way to heaven. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to come to this earth so that you have an opportunity to go to heaven. This God is a God who's saying, come, come unto me, all you are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Life is tough. Life is hard on your own. Without Jesus, things get hard. Religion is one nasty thing, but Jesus is another person. Jesus is another thing. Jesus isn't religious. Jesus is a savior. Jesus is the one who will set you free. Because if you come to Jesus, everything will change. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And he wants to come and invade your life and set you free. Whatever shame, guilt, and condemnation that you've been going through. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there you have it. So that's going to be Saturday. We're going to be preaching the gospel in Bethlehem, back to school bash. People are going to get saved. I'm believing God for a hundred in the altar call. Will you guys believe God with me for a hundred people to be saved? And then not only that, I just talked about it today, that the power will be present to heal because when the gospels preach, people will be healed. We had a brother, a quick testimony as we close uh, on this uh, power to power to be healed. There was a brother who came to uh, that outreach that I just played. And uh, he, we prayed for his uh, meniscus. He had a torn meniscus from high school that never healed uh, appropriately. And so he was still in pain. And uh, when we prayed for him, I asked him on a scale of 1 to 10 how bad. He said it was an 8. And we prayed for him. And then we, it literally went down to a 1, no pain. And then we prayed for him a second time. And he had no pain whatsoever. He testified. You can go to our Instagram. You can see the testimony. We prayed for him completely healed he's going to go to the doctor he told us and he's going to get it confirmed that he was a hundred percent healed and he was moving it and he was doing what he couldn't do and i mean come on when your knee is that banged up uh you know that if jesus if uh you know that you're going to be in pain if you start moving it. if jesus didn't heal you and he was totally healed and so that's what we're believing god for on saturday uh during the daytime back to school bash then we start the tent meeting at night and God is going to, God is moving and is going to move in a powerful way. People are going to be healed. People are going to be saved. People are going to be delivered. And so that's where your, your money's going. And so every single partner, we want to say thank you for partnering with Zayner Ministries. And like I said, we got some cool things uh, that are, we are working out. We got some t-shirts coming and uh, some other things. So stay tuned for that. And uh, it's going to be powerful uh, just hanging out with you guys and being a part of that. And then also one more time. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m., that's our normal night. Don't miss it. It's going to be part three of the power of the gospel. And uh, we're going to pray for every person watching like we always do. But, you know, if I could lay hands on everybody, I would. And uh, maybe if you come Monday night to the tent meeting, I will lay hands on everybody. But make sure you're there at Thursday at 8 p.m. Well, let me pray one more time. We'll close this thing out. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every single person watching right now and listening to the podcast. Lord, bless each person. Lord, we thank you that you have set us free from the law of sin and death, or that you have became a curse for us, for this curse that is written every man that hangs on the tree, so that we can be blessed and we're part of the blessing of Abraham. We thank you, Lord, that our bodies are whole, our minds are straight and thinking right, no confusion. Lord, we thank you for testimonies 
coming out of this broadcast where people's bodies have been totally set free by the power of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I love you guys. We will see you soon. There's always more with God. There's always better with God. The Bible says, as we behold Him as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we are transformed into that same image from glory to glory, from victory to victory, and faith to faith by the Spirit of the Lord. God's Word has the power to heal your body. God's Word has the power to heal your mind. God's Word will pick you up out of any situation that you've been in. It'll move any mountain in your life. God's Word is working today in Jesus' mighty name. Because we have the Holy Spirit here. We have the Word of God with us. We have the promises of God that are yes and amen. And anybody who will believe because all things are possible to those who believe. We don't have to get on a plane tonight and fly to Jerusalem to touch the hem of his garment. Jesus is here right now because where two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of them. Jesus is here tonight. Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZaynerMinistries.com and click on the Give Now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.